Hello world, welcome back to a very special episode of the Flores and Friends podcast. Today is special for two reasons. Uh, one, I'm joined by one of my best best buds, Stephen Vastola. Vastola? Oh god, I'm all, I'm all fucked up today. The other reason is that we are exclusively talking NBA playoffs. Stephen and I are both huge fans. I'm sorry to anybody listening who's not a fan of the NBA, which I would ask you... Why not? Because it's arguably the greatest sport on earth. So it's the NBA playoffs right now, as I've said. Also Mother's Day. Oh, it is also Mother's Day. Yes, this is also true. Happy Happy Mother's Day to both of our mothers, Kathy Flores and Mary Vassola. Miss Mary Vassola, I'm sorry. So, like I said, we're going to talk exclusively NBA playoffs. Well, let me start off by saying, how are you doing today, man? I'm, I'm doing well. I, uh, I actually went down to NOAA yesterday. To see my mom, uh, we didn't we didn't want to spend the, the whole weekend down there since we're going to be back up there in a couple of weeks for her birthday. Anyway, mm-hmm. so we went yesterday and we went and hung out with uh, my mom and most of her side of the family. They have this camp down in a, somewhere in Plaquemines. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know, but I could do it. Uh, it. It was fun. It was good to see everybody. And uh, now we were, we're back up here and we're just having our what to call a recharge day. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that grueling Monday morning, man. Fuck. <laughs> Before we get started talking serious serious issues, just want to do an update real quick. Uh, today is day 114 of the Trump administration. So far, so good. I mean, God, I mean, how could you ask for anything better than what we've been dealing with? How do you feel about that, Stephen? <laughs> I, uh, actually, I told you I wasn't going to mention that or, or talk about LeBron at all, so I'm going to honor that request and we're going to move on. Let's get this show on the road. Now, so did you want to want to go off my list? I got to oh, give Stephen a lot of prop. I didn't really have a topic at hand. The background behind getting this episode together was kind of murky. But uh, long story short, Stephen's the one who really pretty much came up with the the topics to this week. I came up with one of them, and he kind of filled in the rest. So props to you, man. Yeah, I, I tried. I mean, if we were if we were going to keep it all NBA related, I'm sure I could come up with a few things. Um, you know kind of itching over here I'm like wait no I can't talk about that that was that's a lot can't before we get to the, the topics we already discussed we're recording this an hour or so after the Spurs have lost game one of the Western Conference Finals to the Golden State Warriors I don't think what Zaza Bakulia did was dirty I, how do you feel about it to be honest with you I I, I didn't see it. I only got to see. I actually only saw part of it where the boy went down. Yeah, and that's that's pretty much it. So I can't really say on that yet. Um, from everything I've seen, it sounds like the majority of people say it was dirty, but I can't. I can't say yet. I haven't seen it. Look, NBA players are experts on sneaking dirty moves and making them try to look not dirty. I didn't watch this game, but I did see the clip of the alleged incident, alleged dirty incident, and. Ooh, that sounded naughty, but <laughs> the alleged the alleged dirty uh, attack that Zaza Bikulia, center for the Golden State Warriors, did on the star player of the San Antonio Spurs, Kawhi Leonard. We'll be talking about him very shortly. It doesn't look dirty, man. It looks like he just fell on his leg. He stepped on his foot, and I don't know. You can be the judge, and y'all listening can be the judge. I don't—it didn't look dirty to me. It didn't look flagrantly intentional. If that, yeah. 
Well, let me let me ask you this. This, this is how I would normally find if it's actually that dirty. If that was anybody else other than Kawhi and, and maybe LaMarcus Aldridge, and they came down and hurt their ankle, we would be having this conversation of whether it was dirty or not. That's a good point. That is a really good point. Because if, if we're just going to brush it aside, then it probably wasn't all that bad. Well, the larger context of the situation is that it is the NBA playoffs, so everything is under a larger microscope. So... I, it probably wouldn't be as big a deal, but I think it would be a big deal. Like if it was Patty Mills or, you know, uh, is uh, Danny Green still with the Spurs, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's still there too, guys. But I mean, what I was saying is because it's Kawhi, because it's their, clearly their best player on the team. Yeah. It's more of a, it's more of an issue than it probably should be. Yeah. And so if it was like their backup point guard, can't remember his name. Oh, uh, it's uh, I can't remember his name either. You know, he's a rookie, but like. If that was him, like I, you know, we wouldn't even be talking about this. So that's why I'm like, I don't really think it was all that bad. If it was, if it was really bad, then probably. But yeah, since I don't think we would. It, I'm not really that big about it. It wasn't Andrew Bynum like knee uh, elbow elbowing, yeah, beret, like elbowing your boy in the ribs like that. It's not that bad, but it was. It, it's suspicious looking. I'll grant. I'll grant it that it does look. It did look suspicious. That's that's what I'll say. Yeah, that was uh, that was clearly the, the turning point in the whole game. I yeah. think they were still up up twenty something at that point, yeah. and then they went on an eighteen zero run. Yeah, I didn't watch the game because I was watching something else when it was started. So I was like, "Oh well, it's a blowout. I'll just catch game two. It's not that big a deal." And then I, w- I continued watching something else. And then my brother called me and he was like, "Oh yeah, the Spurs lost." And I'm like, "Oh shit, really? Oh damn, I guess I should have watched that game." I mean, you really you couldn't have predicted. Like, if I would have saw the Warriors were down, I, I probably would have been like, "Okay, they're gonna come back in the second half." Like, I feel like that whole game, uh, except for Kawhi getting hurt, was was pretty predictable. The largest margin of their lead was 25, I believe, but. It, I think at one point it was like 17 or 15 or something like that. And I, I was think thinking, they, I think yeah. they got it. Yeah, they got it down to 20 at half. And yeah. From there. And I was like, you know, that's a lot of time. The, the Warriors could easily come back. But I was like, nah, I'll, 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 nah, I'm good. I'll watch something else. Yeah, so actually I have a question for you. It's not on the list. Yeah. I, I saw it on Twitter um, a while ago. Uh, somebody said that the Warriors at this point, they're unwatchable. Um, mm. without, adding, without adding any other context. Do you agree or disagree? They're not unwatchable. I mean, the 76ers are unwatchable. They're not unwatchable, but it all depends. Do you like... Well, I was going to say, yeah. I was going to say they're unwatchable. Basically, they're the opposite of the 76ers. They're, they're usually too good that all the games are blowouts, and they're pretty boring. Yeah. With the exception of that they didn't play well in the first half of this one, I mean, they outscored the Spurs by 20-something in the second half. So, yeah. like, if they would have just played decent in the first half, it, it probably would have blown the Spurs. I, I don't I don't think this series is gonna last very long, especially since I, I don't I don't know what's gonna happen with Kawhi. If he can't play, they're they're done for if he can, they might win a game, yeah. maybe at home. Maybe but I, I, this this one I'm calling it now. This one this one's over, but I, I called it last week that it was over. Well, no, they don't want the shot against these guys. Well that's a good segue into first topic on our list is I'm proud to say a question I came up with on my own. Uh, a few days ago, I texted uh, a few of my friends. It was a hypothetical. The two teams that all season it's been looking like have been having round three, the Golden State Warriors, who won in 2015, and LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers, who won last year. It's It's been pretty much predicted that they're going to meet again for round three, is what I'm getting at. And they've been dominant, more or less, 
you know, throughout the entire season to where it's almost like, why are we even doing this? They should just play right now and we should get it over with because this is where it's all going. But I asked around, I was like, so what if the Cavs and the Warriors, you took them out of the equation? Like, you just got rid of them. Like, poof, they're gone. Who would win the NBA championship? And we, I had a few discussions with a few people. We we wanted to discuss it right now. Um, what would also happen is that the ninth seeds in each conference would get bumped up, which is the Nuggets. The Denver Nuggets yeah. in the West and the Heat in the East. Yes, yes, yes. For, but for the record, I'm really sad that the Heat didn't get in because I really I think they're a good team. It's a shame that they didn't get in in reality, but they probably might have deserved it over my Bulls. But anyway, okay. So that, that said, you yeah. want to start with the East. So yeah, I figured yeah. we'd probably go through real quick and just kind of go, like, if you want to say how many games you think the team's going to win by. Okay. Just, if you have any kind of input, we'll just, just go ahead and let's pick through. Let's start with the East since you mentioned that with the, with the Heat. Well, let me go through the all the matchups in the East real quick before we get too ahead of ourselves. It it would oh, be yeah. it would be Boston in the Heat, Atlanta and Milwaukee, the Milwaukee Bucks, uh, the Washington uh, Wizards, the Indiana Pacers, and last but not least, Toronto Raptors and my Chicago Bulls. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna spoiler. I'm gonna pick Toronto because I don't want to seem unbi- I don't want to seem biased, but I'm just gonna say you didn't you didn't pick them to the finals. No, I'm picking Toronto <laughs> over the Bulls in the first round because I don't want to appear biased. So so we're assuming in these playoffs that everybody who was healthy to start the playoffs is is still there. Yes, and we're also assuming that makes you rest in peace. I see sister still passed away. That that's something that didn't change. They had yes. those issues. Yes. This, oh, yeah. this, that was a thing. This is a very controlled hypothetical. We're literally only changing two things. But I wanted I wanted to make that a thing because yeah. everybody obviously we're looking at it back at it now. Yeah. So it kind of skews our predictions a little yeah. bit because obviously I know how poorly they played after yeah. the sister passed away with those two games. Um so if if I were to take out your bowls and put in the heat, yeah. Anthony if you're yeah. listening, I'm I'm sorry. I'm actually gonna take the heat to upset the Celtics in five games. Are you? St- I think, I, 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 I do. I, I think that if they had that much trouble, yeah. I think it would get out of control. They'd probably win the two games in Boston like Chicago did. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if they had so many issues dealing with Robin Lopez, the middle center, how the hell are they going to deal with Hassan Whiteside? And then they actually have some pretty good guards with Miami with Goran Dragic and, um, what's his name, Dion Waiters. Amongst their other role players, that really, for the most part, are pretty bad. They had one of the best records in the East once they got out of their their initial funk, where they yeah. played like shit to kind of put it together. Mm-hmm. And they were they actually had one of the best records from that point on. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I think they would win in about five games under those controlled circumstances. That's probably my biggest upset of the bunch. Well, um, so who do you have in that one? It, under the circumstances that everything, all things being equal, I think it goes. I think it goes six, and I'm going Boston because I hate to I, like I hate to like I'm not as educated. I'm not an NBA expert. I love the NBA, but I'm not an NBA expert, so I hate to buy into cliches and I hate to buy into like narratives and force narratives. I really think that it is on a mission and he's extra extra motivated. It's the that intangibles like bullshit. Uh, I did watch every game of the Boston and the Bulls series, and I gotta say, man. The team lives and dies by IT, but if IT is on, they're pretty unstoppable. It's pretty incredible how freaking good they are. I mean, I, I think they would win. I'm I think you're trolling actually. <laughs> well, honestly, well, when I thought they got the heat, well, I, I think I mentioned in our group chat yeah. um, before the playoffs started 
that if it wasn't if it wasn't the Bulls, I wanted I wanted the Heat to play the Boston. I don't remember if I said that or not. I think but I know Anthony really Anthony really wanted us to play the Pacers, and I was like, I'm cool with that. Yeah. They they are the Pacers are exactly what Detroit was to the Cavs last year. They're they're going to give them just enough of a scare that they actually have to work a little bit. Yeah. But they should sweep them, and they did. Um, obviously, that's easy saying after the fact, but whatever. Um, maybe it's a little trolling, but I really do think the Heat are a bad matchup for the Celtics in a series like that, where yeah. they're going to be able to pound it inside, and then they can also spread the floor. I actually, I actually watched the Heat game. Um, I I on them a lot throughout the year, mm-hmm. so I know a good bit about them. I, I know that I, I know that I think Boston won a series against the other three one or two two. I know that Boston did pretty well against them. Mm-hmm. But in, in a playoff series like that, and, and you can almost you can almost assuredly give them games one and two. You know, obviously knowing about uh, T's sister after the final, but I mean, if, if we're keeping that in, I can almost assure that I'm giving the Heat the first two games. Yeah. Then they've got three and four at home. And they don't have an injured point guard like the Bulls did. Yeah. And you can you can say that the Bulls, the the Celtics should have got swept by the Bulls if Yondo would have been healthy. So you know that could have been a thing. That would have so, been incredible. I, but I I don't know. I, well, I don't that's, know. That, that's kind of my that's the only thing I can point to. I'm like, well, if I'm busy enough that I I think that he would have won that. Now if 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 she didn't pass away and we're just looking at this like we're just looking at the two teams, I probably I think Bulls and, and I'm not Bulls, I'm Celtics and Six is probably. Probably a good bet, so I can definitely see that one. But uh, just for the sake of this, and to keep things interesting going forward, I'm going with the Heat and I got another five games. All right, the next matchup is the Atlanta Hawks and Milwaukee. Full disclosure, I hate Dwight Howard. I think he's a joke. Uh, so just putting all my biases out on Front Street. That's just that's just what I'm going to do. So who do you have? Um, I have Hawks in six. I, I think it's not going to go too much on this. I, I think that they're they're a more well-rounded team. That's about all I have to say on it. I, I still think that the Bucks would probably win a game or two on Giannis's talent alone, but that's that's about it. You know, I'm gonna say Milwaukee, dude. I think I think Giannis, which we'll talk about later. Giannis is a freak, man. Like obviously, he's the Greek freak. But I think I'm going. I think I'm going Milwaukee seven. Okay, hot, hot take. That's, that's hot a- take. That'd be pretty tough. They'd have to win that game seven in Atlanta, but that, that's not bad. I, I just don't think that they have enough shooting. And I know you don't like Dwight, but Dwight's still a pretty good interior defender when it wants to be. Yeah, and Schroeder, Schroeder's really um, good. Um, who's the other star on? Who's the other star Atlanta? on? Yeah. Uh, that's Paul Millsap. Paul they're, Millsap. They're, Why was I yeah, blanking on the dude's name? <sighs> I, I mean, He's okay. I, I really wouldn't even call him a star, honestly. Oh, but yeah, who's their other talent? I guess what I was trying to I was trying to get across. I don't know. They got so I think their starting five, if I'm correct, is uh, Schroeder. Yep. Nico. Yep. Do I think Hardaway Junior. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Baysmore, yeah. Ken Baysmore, and then Millsap and then Dwight. So it's they've all they've been a solid team all year. So I would expect nothing different of them. And I, I feel like in real life they were a solid team in the playoffs, but they're nothing. They're nothing special. I, I just think that uh, the Bucks have experience. Combined with the fact that I think Atlanta's team overall is probably slightly better than them, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'll go in six. I'll be the first to acknowledge that uh, the, I might be overrating uh, the Milwaukee Bucks, but they might be. I mean, if they they did look pretty scary, yeah, they do look really good, and they might be on their way in the coming years to something. So next up, we got DC versus Indy. I think we're both going to agree on this one, probably. I'm going to go DC. How many games you want on that one? Or do you, do you pick 
picked up because I, I went I went Withers in seven. I was thinking six, but I didn't want to. You know, I'd... I I have I have it in seven. I I think uh, although although Washington is the better team, I think it would just be the Paul George versus John Wall show. Probably, and I I could definitely see a couple shootouts where each other wins. I, I you know obviously if you're looking back, they couldn't pull one out against Cleveland in real but... life, but. Again, who does Indy have though? Like, how, like I, I was like, they have Paul George, and then who else? Like, it's like I don't. Uh, so their their point guard is Jeff Teague, who's actually a pretty good player. He played on the Bulls for a I, little bit. I remember him. Yeah, I like him. They have I, C, I think it's CJ. Yeah, no, CJ Miles. CJ, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I couldn't. I, I wasn't sure if it was Miles or McCollum. And I'm like, wait, CJ McCollum we got the players. They have CJ Miles of the two. Um, their three obviously is Paul George. Um, their four. I'm unsure of their four, but I know they have Miles Turner at the five. He was a pretty good center all year. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I think they could match up with them. They got Lance off the bench who could give them something in spurts. Mm-hmm. Um, it, but the, the, the thing is with the Wizards, and this is why I got them in seven, I think their starting five, the Wizards, is better, but I don't think it's that much better than the Pacers, but both both benches for both teams are pretty much god awful outside of Lance Stevenson. So that's why I, I figured I could give them um, a few games there, and they could probably push the seven. The last one is Raptors Bulls. Like I said, I'm gonna go Toronto in five because while I love my Bulls very much, um, I I really don't like my team. Like I really don't like. It was nice that Rondo came on late in the playoffs. Like, yay, playoff Rondo showed up. But you don't understand, it's hard man. It's hard to watch. Dude, I'm telling you, I watched every game. I tried really hard to watch every game that came on, like, primetime, like TNT or, you know, ESPN or something like that during the regular season. Their offense is so shit. Like, they, oh, it drives me up the wall that I'm like, so Jimmy's just gonna have to do everything. Like we have a sixty-year-old Dwayne Wade. Like, and then we trade away Taj, <laughs> who isn't really known for his offense, but it's like I really like Taj. I was like, he's a style player. Yeah. He's, he's what, what I don't get about my team, if I can go on a diatribe real quick, we're not an offensive team. We're definitely not an offensive team, and we're not a defensive team. What are we? I have no idea what my team is. I, it drives me crazy. I don't. I don't, not sure about Hoiberg yet. He, he's a college coach who got, you know, uh, who got called up to the majors and shit like that. And I just, I really just don't like my front office. I really don't. And I don't know what we're doing. I don't know what we're, what, what are we doing? Like, are we a three point team? Are we, you know, an inside the paint? What are we doing? Like, there's no, I don't see any coordination. Or yeah, I was gonna say, you don't, you don't have a defined style. Yeah. That's, that's problem number one. And then off the court, you don't have a like. Are you are you rebuilding? Are you trying to contend? Like, so you you kept Jimmy, but then you traded away. I would say probably your third best player at the time, and and Taz. Then you got rid of your one potential issue and Doug McDonald, but then you you got that crap for him. So like, I don't know if you're trying to rebuild, but then you kept Jimmy Butler instead of trading him for a bunch of assets. So like. You don't even know what they're trying to do off the court. They don't exactly. know whether they're on or off, and it's just it's just a giant mess. And then you combine that with all the drama that they have, which I think for the most part is pretty much done. I feel like the three dudes that were in it are probably three best friends on the court, and Dwayne Rondo and, and Jimmy now anyway. Yeah, but, it's it's whatever, man. But so who but you have? You have Toronto as well. Yeah, I give I give the Bulls two games. I got Raptors and six. 
<sighs> okay, so I have I have Boston, Milwaukee, DC, Toronto. You have uh, Miami, Atlanta, Indy. I'm sorry, DC and Toronto as well. Correct? Yeah, Heat, Hawks, Wizards, and Raptors. Okay. Okay. Now we're definitely moving on. We're, we're moving on to the Western Conference uh, first round. Uh, Spurs and uh, Spurs and Denver. Spurs and four. I think it's probably a clean sweep. Yeah, I think it is too. I think that yeah, they're they're just too good. I I, I got to be honest. I don't think I've watched a single Denver Nuggets game like all season. So uh, they could be really good. They could be really bad. I don't know. I don't watch uh, garbage. They, teams. they have they have just for just for just info. They have one really good player. Yeah. Um, I think he's their center. Uh, I I can't I can't pronounce his last name. So if anybody knows who I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's him, but I, that, that's it. They don't, they don't really have anything else. They have maybe a couple good, good players, but they're, they're, not a, they're not a super great team. Okay. Um, next up on the docket would be the Jazz, the four seeded Jazz against the Thunder. Yep. And I think this is where we disagree on one of the big things. I've got the Thunder in five. Uh, I don't even think it would be close. I think I was going to say, yeah, Thunder. Uh, I'll go Thunder in five. Uh, I was gonna pick the Thunder. I think they were gonna win. Uh, I like Gordon Hayward. Um, I like I like the team, but Russ Russ is ugh, goddamn Russ is incredible, man. I I can't even fathom how he, he, he is. But he, he he's got he does so many so many dumb things though. So I, I'm not sure if it balances out or not. Yeah. But I thought you, I thought you were going to be the Jazz on that one. No, um, I, I thought I thought I heard you saying that, that you picked the Jazz. No, no, no. I pick, uh, I'm picking OKC. Where did you hear me say that? I thought it was in the, the chat when we were talking about. Did uh, we? I don't. Know. I don't know. Uh, I, because I think I mentioned. Um, I think you remember you brought the idea up, and then we started to talk about it. I got caught up in work, but one of the things that I said was like, I, I'm pretty sure the Thunder would would beat the Jazz because. When I watched those games in regular season, they, they could not under any circumstance. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. They, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said uh, each game was really close. Um, yeah, I remember. I was looking. I looked up the games and stuff like that. You know what? I, I, I in hindsight now, or after some thought, I think I'll go with Thunder. Just, just to, just to put that, I was kind of hoping you're going to ask. So we'll, we'll talk about it anyway, even though with the. The, the Thunder. The, the NBA is really interesting because it's a big game of matchups. So obviously the Jazz beat the Clippers in seven. I think both of those teams in real life. I think both of those teams are obviously better than the Thunder. But when you put the Thunder up against the Jazz, I think the Thunder are are going to beat them because I just think it's a it's, a, it's an interesting game of matchups. Yeah. Um, so if 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 I were if the Jazz were to get through and place the the Spurs in the next one, I actually think I don't think the Jazz would win. But I think that they would match up very, very well against the Spurs, and that could be a seven-game series. But yeah. because it's not, we'll, we'll get to that. It's going to be a totally different um, scenario there. So uh, the next one should be get Clippers and Memphis. Yeah, I'm going Clips, man. I got I got Clips in seven as well. Seven? Yeah, I got to go in seven. I, it's it's another one of those things that I actually kind of wish that the West would have worked out like this because I think that's another great matchup. That's that's a, that's a series for the Clippers to win, but Memphis has too much pride. You've got Gasol versus DJ. You've got um, Randolph or whoever else they decide they want to start a call for the mix-up versus Blake. Uh, you've got 800-year-old Vince Carter versus irrelevant small forward for the Clippers. 
Yeah. I just think it's a good matchup. And then it's Conley versus Chris Paul, the point guard. Like, I, I think that would be a great series. I just think, I think the greatness of Chris Paul would eventually win it, and they'd probably win game seven. And they would have it in, in LA, too. So that's, yeah. that's where I would go with the name. I think they do in six. I think they close them out in Memphis. That's, I mean, that's, that's, that's not a bad, that's not a bad thing. I, I, I still think that they win. Hmm. Last one for the West, the Rockets and the Blazers. I yeah. guess, yeah, I, I, I'll go Houston. I'll go Houston in five. Houston in five. I, I had I had written down Rockets in four. Mm-hmm. Probably a clean sweep on that one, but actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I think Dame and CJ could probably could probably get a game or two. Yeah. Um, but I'll, I'll stick with my original prediction. I'll go Rockets in four, although it's probably more like Rockets in six. Yeah. But it's still an easy series. Yeah. Um, okay. okay. Let's go back to the East because I think those are the only two games that are the East are the only is the only conference we really disagree on. So let's get those out the way. Uh, so next for me, it's first is Boston and Milwaukee. Um, I think yeah, I think Boston handles Milwaukee, and I'm gonna say five. I think that they get them out of there because. I think Boston actually has a good team, but Giannis, correct me if I'm wrong, Giannis plays a, a forward or a guard? He, he is, um, he plays He plays a three, yeah, he, but yeah. he's a huge three. He's like 6'10", 6'11". Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think they stop Giannis, but, or Giannis, or however you say his name, but uh, I think that, uh, I think that the, I know you're not high on Brad Stevens coaching. Um, and I just think that, to use the old phrase, I think that Boston's a better matchup against the Bucks. Uh, that's just me. I, I think so. I uh, could be wrong. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't have that matchup, but I would, I would agree. I think, I think, um, Jay Crawford could actually do somewhat decent against Giannis. Yeah. Um, they have Avery Bradley to guard somebody else and just completely lock him down. And yeah. I don't even think they would be him because I don't think they have any great guards. Yeah. I just don't. I, I would agree. I don't think it's a good matchup. It's probably a four or five for them. Yeah. Okay. So you had you had Heat in Atlanta, right? I have Heat in Atlanta. Um, I actually have the Heat winning in six. Really? Yeah. You're I, really I high on the Heat, huh? Heat. <laughs> um, I, they have. A, I'm telling you, they have a good team. Once they, they started, I think it was eleven and twenty. No, it was worse than that. It was like they were like nine and twenty-seven or something like that. And then since that. That game, they were they had the number one record in the league at some point. They were yeah. like twenty seven and, and two. They went on this ridiculous win streak, and they've been they've been a pretty good team ever since. Uh, I think they kind of capped out with that win streak, but they're still solid. I mean, born at the one, Dion at the two. Um, I think it's I think his name is James Johnson. I think it's the three. Yeah. Have they worked on uh, the bench? I saw Whiteside. They, they they have a pretty good team. Eric Stoltz is a pretty good coach. Well, two um, questions. I don't know if you I don't know if you knew that. Well, that's my first question. Does that mean – does that solidify in your book that Spolstra is a good coach then? Well, yes. Um, and, I'll, and I'll say this. I think it's I think it's easier for him to coach this team or mm-hmm. that team because they had virtually no expect- – or I, I, I would say they would have no expectation. I mean, they, yeah. they, nobody's going to pick them to win the championship. So, like, you have no expectations just – here, take these guys, do what you can with them. And then they started out crappy, and then just went on and learned, and they just stuck with what worked. So I think he's good in that sense. I, 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 think, I think I know where you're getting on that, um, on this topic. I think that Tyron Lue is a better coach than Spolstra. Um, in terms of, in terms of coaching, yeah. 
the, the massive egos of LeBron and, and just like the, the stars. But he also took what he, took what he had and he, he, he made him good with it. So good on him. I, you know, I, to answer your question, make it short, yes. I, I do think he's a good coach. Well, I was gonna. I was more thinking along the lines of Spolstra versus like a uh, like a Brad Stevens because Brad Stevens I respect, but I, I think we're both in the same boat that he kind of he kind of gets more credit for like potential than like actual results. But you know, it's whatever. Yeah. So, so my thing with that, and it's mainly because I, I think he's overrated, Brad mm-hmm. Stevens, like severely overrated. Not that he's a bad coach, but he's severely overrated. Because I've heard comparisons between him and Popovich, and I'm like, no. No, 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 he's not. He's not pop good. And the, the difference is, when IT goes to the bench, mm-hmm. they, just, they just can't score. Mm-hmm. So that tells me that tells me that he doesn't really have a system in place where like, he can be like, hey, we need some offense. Even if I don't have my guy out there, you know, here, go go do something. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of my thing. I, I He's, he's, he's probably a pretty good coach, but he, he, ain't, he ain't no great pop coach. So that's kind of my, my thing here. He's just, he's just a bit overrated. Yeah. Okay, uh, next up, we both have D.C. and Toronto. I've got Raptors in seven. I think the bench is better, and that'll, that'll be the difference. But Washington, at this point, has the best starting five uh, left in the East on my bracket. So that's, that's why I'll get a few games there. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go uh, D.C. and uh, seven. But I, I, yeah, I agree with you on seven because uh, I was really thinking about that while you were talking. I was listening, but I was kind of thinking. I was like, "Damn, that's a tough matchup." But I'm gonna go with John Wall because I like John Wall. So fair enough. I mean, he would he would easily you know, be the best player in the, in the series by a pretty good margin. But I think I think Toronto is just overall a better team. They actually could get some production out of the bench mm-hmm. um, as as opposed to Washington, where John Wall is not on the floor. They really don't have an offense. Yeah. All right. Uh, next up, we go to the West. We have Spurs and OKC. I think that's Spurs and I'll give look. I'll give go. I'll give Russ five. I'll give him. I'll give him a game. So I'm gonna go Spurs and five. I, I got a Spurs sweep. I I, I, I get that. They will. They will. They will. I, I, I'm not sure if Pop would decide if he wants to just let Russ go wild and nobody else will be him, or if he'll give him. He'll probably give him. The 2007 LeBron treatment, where they'll just back the hell off and be like, "Here, you can just shoot like 18 threes a game, mm-hmm. and if you beat us that way, so be it." Except that you won't, because he's not a good three point shooter. Mm-hmm. That'll be a, that'll be a clean sweep there. The next series, I think we both have the same, right? Clippers Rockets. Uh, yeah, I'm going uh because fuck the fuck the Rockets. I'm I want to go on a rant about the Rockets, if I may. Uh, well, we'll save that. We'll save yeah, that. We'll save that. A, we'll save that. I have something on the list where you can kind of combine it. Yeah. yeah. I'm going. Uh, I'm going clips in uh, seven. So I, I had asked you that question earlier. If we should like have our cards written out, just so like we have it prepared, or if you're going to wing it. I think you're winging it, right? Yeah, pretty much. I I did not. I wrote down everything, and this is where I stopped. I got through the east. Okay. I already know the result. The west. I I could not pick this series. Okay. Um. Don't want. I don't have something for. I, I still can't make up my mind. I, I want to say, I want to, I want to agree with you. I think the Clippers would probably win. I think it would probably go seven. They're, the Rockets are like, they're like Golden State point five. Like they're like, they're like a lesser version of yeah, of, a poor man's they're, they're, a poor man's Golden State. Right. They're they're Warriors wannabes for the most part. Exactly. Right? So, I, and that that's always given the Clippers trouble. 
but they're not as good as the Warriors, and they're going to get mauled on the boards yep. by DJ and Blake. So yep. I feel like I just have to give it to them, and they got a Chris Paul there. I don't think they're going to blow another 3-1 lead the way that they did with Josh Smith and Corey Brewer. You remember that a few years ago in that series? Yeah. How lucky that How lucky was, are the Clippers that they at that time that was like the worst 3-1 blown lead in the history of the NBA. But lo and behold, the Warriors swept in and was like, nah, man, hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no, first it was Oklahoma City, hold my beer. And then yeah. Golden State was like, hey, we held your beer. Now we're going to hold, <laughs> you're going to hold my beer now for this one. Because like they blew a 3-1 lead and then they went and blew the 3-1 lead of their own in the yeah. final. That was, that was stupid. But no, I, I, I guess I'll go Clippers in, in seven. Yeah. I, I, I guess they should probably beat them, and they, they won't they won't blow another lead. All right, uh, in the East, uh, okay. So you have Raptors Heat. Who do you think? I've got I've got Raptors in five. Wow, really? Yeah. So after so after all the Heat love I've had in the first two rounds, I think this is probably where they're going to run out of gas. Yeah. And like I, like I said, when I picked them with the Raptors over the Wizards, I think the Raptors are just a better all around team. They're mm-hmm. a little more. Con- complete i think they have the bigs that could uh match up with miami mm-hmm. and i think that their guards uh as a whole are better than miami's so just mm-hmm. the fact that they're a better team and, and upsets really don't happen that often mm-hmm. in the finals it's, it's matchups so, and yeah go ahead i would just say it's, it's matchups and strategy I, yeah. I i think the raptors should should be able to handle them pretty easy so is that your roundabout way of saying that if it wasn't for braun and the Cavs? The Raptors are would be you know would be championship level team. I think so. Oh, well, hold on now, because not championship level team. I think that they would make the final in the East. Yeah, well, that's what I'm um, saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't think that they could handle Warriors excluded. I don't think if I like, if, if I think my champion is going to come out of the West. Yeah. I don't think that they would really beat the Spurs. Mm-hmm. I don't think they could beat the. I don't think they could beat the Clippers. Probably not. And I, if Houston were to ever make it there, I don't think they could handle Houston either. Mm. I, I think I think Harden's whenever he's not point shaving or throwing game six. Oh, uh, ooh, uh, allegedly, whenever, allegedly. Whenever <laughs> yeah, it, it, he's not point shaving. If anybody ever says that, you can just laugh at him because I, and I don't know what casino they got rockets minus. 
Patty Mills. Yeah. You have Parker and Patty Mills um, against Chris Paul, JJ. Be chased around by Danny Green. He'd be chasing around. I think I think they're, they'd be pretty even in that sense. I I I think the only difference is, is Kawhi. Yeah. He's the only one that the Clippers don't have an answer for. But I'm I, I'm going Spurs and six. Mm. I gotta agree with you there, man. I, I wrote it down. I was like Spurs and six. I was like, I think it's an obvious. I think it's an obvious choice because I don't think anyone would bet against Pop, especially because like the whole reason they haven't met yet is because of Golden State. Like the, the only reason this finals hasn't happened is literally because Golden State swooped in there and kind of took over the West. I think Spur. I think you, you have a, it's the Spurs win in a coaching matchup. Sorry, Doc Rivers, but. They do, and I think well, we were we agreed that Kawhi, Kawhi is like we said at the beginning of the episode. Kawhi's had ankle injuries, and but it, it doesn't count for this one now. Okay, because remember he he would have been healthy at the beginning yeah. of playoffs. That's why that's why I mentioned Tony Parker. I'm just assuming that he would still be healthy too. Yeah, we can only we can only assume. Uh, but I think yeah, Kawhi is the difference maker because Kawhi plays the three, and that would mean that. Blake would be probably guarding him, and I don't think I don't think Blake Blake can't guard Kawhi. Like Kawhi is Kawhi has reached a new offensive level that I'm like Blake. You, no, I'm sorry, buddy, but no. And well, I, think, I, don't, yeah. I don't think they I don't think they put Blake on him. Um, I think I think Blake would get stuck on on Lamarcus Aldridge. They they probably put uh, Luke Bob Mute. Mm. I'm sorry that no, I'm the only person that's probably either talking or if you're listening, you probably heard the hell he is either. Um, <laughs> He'd have to guard Kawhi, and he's he's a solid defender. But I mean, he's not he's not going to lock down Kawhi. Yeah. Oh boy, he can't score. So I. Like, who do you think will win um, DeAndre versus uh, Lamarcus? Lamarcus. Uh, well, that one that one would probably be either Powell or Deadman versus DJ. But the problem is DJ's just a rebounder and a, and a shot blocker. Yeah. I, you know, I, they can't keep him on the floor that often. I mean, I'm sure Pop would hack him a thousand times. Yep. So uh, you know, he's kind of he's more of a liability, honestly, than a than an asset at that point. Hmm. All right, yeah. So Spurs, Spurs and six, right? Spurs and six. Okay, uh, Spurs and eight actually, but Spurs and six. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right, so I have Spurs versus DC, and you have. Spurs versus Toronto. Oh, you did. Oh, you did pick the Wizards over the the Celtics. I couldn't remember. Um, but yeah, I've got Spurs Raptors. Um, I I think the Spurs probably handle them in five or six. Yeah. So um, don't you think the Spurs are NBA champions? Yeah. If you take the Cavs and the Warriors out. Yeah, I really think that Spurs are the third best team in the in the league. So yeah, I gotta go. I want to pick. It, does it make you fit? Does it count that I want DC to win? Like I really like John Wall, so I'm like. God, I really want y'all to win, but I don't trust Scott Brooks as a coach, and I think they have no that, bench. They have no bench. I mean, you realize he would have. You realize they would have. They would have. In your scenario, they would have had to gotten through, or they would have to go through the entire playoffs with pretty much like, hey, we're not scoring unless John Wall's on the bench. Hmm. Versus the Spurs team that has a system. So like, you know, they're they're. Did you, did you see the stat? They're like eight and one without Kawhi. Nine. No people. If you if you include today, they're still eight and one because he, he played the first half. But when he doesn't play at all, I think they're like eight and one this year. That mm-hmm. that is just testament to Popovich and what he does with what he has on his team, and it's it's incredible. He is he's in my opinion. I think he's the 
the best NBA coach. Oh, hands time. down. No, there's not even. Like, there's no competition. Yeah, I mean, I, if you, I mean, yeah, I guess you could make an argument um, for Phil Jackson if you if you wanted to go that route. I mean, he does. He did win eleven championships. Um, uh, and I'm not going to mm-hmm. say it's because he lucked into Michael Jordan and Kobe and Shaq. Um, he still had to coach those guys and make them play the way they should have played. So I'm giving him lots of credit for that. And that's not why I was actually a bit excited um, when you said your brother might be on this one. Because I want to know if he would have uh, made that argument or not. I don't know how he feels about Phil. Uh, you know, off the cuff, if I recall, he appreciates Phil, I guess. But I don't think he... I think he... I, I even think he knows that, like, Pop is infinitely better than okay. Phil. Like, I, I, I don't want to speak for him, but I think, I know we've had this conversation before. So uh, if I can, if I if I recall correctly, my brother did say uh, Pop is definitely the best coach, maybe of all time, but definitely currently in the league. So Okay, so I have I have Spurs in D.C. and I, I went Spurs. Did I say six? I meant to say five. Spurs and five? Yeah, I said Aaron Spurs and five. Uh, but I, w- I wish D.C. would win because I want I feel like like I just feel like John Wall gets a bad has been been painted especially by Cowherd. I think he's just been painted as this like as not a superstar, actually, not a great actually, player. So actually, Cowherd Cowherd's um, giving it up to him a lot lately. Yeah, because um, I'm a frequent I'm a frequent listener to his show. He's actually he's actually giving him a lot of credit. He's changed according to Cowherd. And this is all according to Cowherd. He's, he used to be the guy uh, that kind of a little bit like Russ, but he's he's changed his game now to where he can lead and run a team. Mm. Uh, the right way, and it's paying dividends. Mm. Um, so he would, he would, he would easily be the second best player in that series. And mm. I don't know how. I don't know how big do you think the gap is between John Wall and and Kawhi? I, I would say based on what we've seen in these playoffs and in the real world, anyway, it's, it's probably a bit closer than than you would think. I mean, he's 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 ridiculous. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, yeah, I would agree. But my point about Cowherd was, if we can get sidetracked a little bit, it's I, I know Cowherd is like recanted and given John Wall all his props. I, I I know he has to. Like, there's no like you you can't say the old complaints that he had for about John Wall they don't apply anymore. So I understand that Cowherd has been like, you're right. He's better now. He's changed to a better player. My problem with Cowherd was, I for whatever reason. Uh, there's been, like, people have speculated why, but it just felt like Coward had, had it out for John Wall, and I feel like, I'm not saying it was, like, everyone listens to Colin Cowherd, and so everybody follows suit. I'm saying that I feel like Cowherd was a, the loudest voice in a, lar- in a lot in a lot of noise around John Wall, if that makes sense, that kind of... Ca- uh, that kind of Kind of like the Skip Bayless effect with LeBron. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Like, oh my god, did you see Skip's tweet tonight? Like, no, I, I, I unfollowed Skip a long time ago. Oh, dude, I well, you can I retweeted it, and I was I literally quoted Skip's tweet. Basically, in the gist is Skip was like, luckily, uh, once again, LeBron James benefits from an injury. The Spurs would beat the would beat would beat the Cavs. <laughs> I knew I knew you were gonna say that. He's, he's become so predictable. I knew I was like, wait, hold on. I was like, this has got to do probably with Kawhi getting hurt. So that means he's probably going to throw LeBron in there somehow. I'm like, Jesus Christ, dude! Like, I like, dude, Skip. Uh, that's a whole other. T- that's a whole other podcast. But I was just like, I quoted the tweet. Like, I was like, bro, who hurt you? Like, what? 
did you? What did this Ray, man Ray ever Allen, do to you? Ray Allen hurt him. <sighs> anyway, back to back to the conversation. So I think yeah, we both agree that if, if it wasn't for the Cavs and the Warriors, the Spurs are the third best team in the league, and they got a lot of talent and they got a great coach. So I don't think that's too controversial. No, I mean I'm sure anybody who was who tuned in probably thought Spurs right off the bat. Anyway, anybody who's uh, basketball knowledgeable probably knows think, they would be there. I think I like I asked like so I asked you I asked. I asked, uh, I asked my buddy Dalvin. I asked my brother. I think everybody said Spurs. Like, I literally think everybody said Spurs. Yeah, I mean, well, I, I Anthony don't think, said, I don't well, think anybody said, in the East would win it. Yeah, Cuss said the, the Celtics, but that's because he was a fanboy. But I think yeah, deep he, down he, he knows. Yeah, Okay, so let's talk about the Cavs and the Warriors. The question you posed was, uh, like, if we're predicting the Cavs and the Warriors meeting so the basically, finals. basically, yeah, yeah, so, oh, I got you. So basically, if... What, what direction are both these teams going to go if they lose the final? So if if the Cavs lose, what what what's going to happen now? Like is, is you know is, is LeBron going to stick with that team or yeah. is he going to is he going to want you know guys out and you know bring in some other guys? And then the same thing kind of the Warriors. And I think that one with the Warriors is probably more interesting because um, I I think Steph is a free agent. Yep. And I think Kevin is well. Yeah, so Kevin and Steph are both going to be free agents. Yeah, KD has a power um, option, I believe. Yeah, so like they, that team could really look differently. The LeBron's still under contract there. Uh, I think Kyrie and Love are as well. Yeah. So like they, they could still be there. But if if you see them, if, if let's start with the Cavs. If, if the Cavs lose the finals, regardless of the outcome, whether well, I guess I guess the outcome would would matter. If if it's a competitive series and they lose, do you think they make any any kind of major changes there? Uh, they might deal for they might deal Kevin Love for Melo. I see. I don't. I don't. I don't know if that would really be all that much of an upgrade, though. And if if I can see that, I, I can't imagine why they don't or they wouldn't. I mean, he's, he's he would pretty much be doing what Kevin does now, except that he's even less maybe, defense. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I, I guess I, I don't know. I mean, Kevin's a little bit bigger than them, yeah. and they both have about the same rebound. Well, hold on. Now, Kevin Love is a very good rebounder that's probably about the only difference in their mm. their game i guess i, I don't know i know ain't gonna do jack squad i don't i don't want mellow yeah. but I, I i don't i don't really know what they can do so like if, if the Cavs lose and this whole series is like not competitive yeah. I, don't, I don't know what the nba is going to do because obviously kevin's not going to leave steph's going to resign yeah and they're still going to be really really good and the oldest of the big four is going to be Steph Curry, who would I think be their turn turn thirty, something like I, that. I, I I don't think people realize how how old he is. Not that he's like old, but like he's he's yeah. not twenty seven. It's because he's, he's baby turn thirty, dude. Yeah, yeah. But uh, so but I'm more focused on the legacy. Like what we talked about this. In my opinion, it would suck for Braun physically if he were to make it to the finals again and lose because that's another. However, thou- hundreds of minutes, thousands of minutes, however much it is, on his body, and uh, the, for another trip, it's like why that seems like a waste. But as far as his legacy, because we all know he's chasing MJ, whether that's true or not, I, I think he said the ghost of MJ. The ghost of MJ. I am of the belief that a loss doesn't hurt Braun because. The way we said it was if the Cavs lo- if the Cavs were to win, holy shit, he might literally be the greatest because he beat a team literally assembled 
to beat him. Like they they assembled assuming, this assuming team. The, assuming his Cavs and Warriors in the finals. Just Absolutely, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. But if if after well, LeBron's already been his place in NBA history has already been cemented for me after last year. What he did last year was incredible. I'm really going to be – we're both going to be talking about that for decades. I don't think Bron can really go any higher, but if he were to beat a super team, literally a super team that was assembled to beat him and the Cavs, dude, that might – I don't know, man. That's tough. I, I Maybe. Maybe. Maybe, but – uh, but I don't think a loss hurts him because I'm like, well, what is he supposed to do? He's expected to lose. It's like I don't think he could. They're either really good. It's he's, yeah. He's the only guy because I don't I don't want to talk about him too much because I said I wasn't. But he's the only guy in the league where it matters how he wins or how he yeah, loses. This is true. So like if 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 they lose and it was competitive and he came down the wire and it just it just didn't work out and it wasn't some stupid like mm-hmm. LeBron pass to his fourth string center who was wide open in the corner because he was double teamed then he shot shot and missed it and they lost the final anything other than that as long as it's competitive I, I don't think it really hurts them like, I mean it, 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 competitive means I'm assuming is going to mean that they actually win a few games and it yeah. goes to six or seven something yeah, like yeah, that yeah. and if it got that far the fact that he was able to actually beat them yeah. because nobody else has been able to do that um, that's 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 pretty good right there. Yeah. But, I mean, nobody... Vegas Vegas has them as so much of a favorite, the Warriors, yeah. that it's 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 unheard of. Like, there's no reason, according to Vegas, that Cleveland should even sniff a title this year. Or anybody, for that matter. <laughs> well, it's a shame, because I really want it to be competitive uh, like it was last year. Last year was incredible, dude. But, but let's switch to the Warriors. I really believe this... I think we both agreed this playoffs is the Warriors to lose. Like, it's like, it all depends on if they seal the deal or fuck up like they did all, last year. Yeah, all the pressure has got to be on them. Like, yeah, KD. The pressure is on KD. Not win. That's who I think, yeah, that's whose legacy is on the line. Because, I mean, like, I'll say it. Like, Kevin Durant going to the Warriors, I get it. I understand it. It makes all the sense. If I was in this position, probably would do the same thing. But then you can't complain when people are like, you took the path of least resistance. You can't be like, seems like kind of a weak move. Uh, it's like, and let's get, I want to get on the record. Probably, you don't want to probably talk about this, but I do. KD situation, extremely different. Very different from what Bron did when he went to Miami. Completely different. I don't want to hear anyone who compares those two and say they're similar. They're not. They're two different. They're very different circumstances. There's very different league. They were both very different leagues at the time. Very different choices. Uh, see, I don't. I hate that shit. But for yeah, it's just it's just when you think about that last year, yeah. they were him and his Oklahoma City Thunder at the time were up three games to one on the Warriors. They had them, they had them on their heels. They were about to eliminate them. Clay Thompson makes his amazing run and the winning that game, and the rest is history. Warriors ended up winning that series in seven. Yeah. Um. He, the, the fact that Kevin Durant blew his blew a three one lead. Yeah. And then the team he lost to goes and blows their own 3-1 lead. Yeah. So then they decide, let's not blow 3-1 leads anymore. Let's just give up, and then let's go win the title. The fact that if they, if they don't, it's just it's just like you guys got together. The two best teams pretty much got together to yeah. make one super team, yeah. and they still couldn't win. Yeah. So like that, that, that's, that would be the most unheard of thing for them to lose that. And 
I, I, I'd be willing to say regardless of who they play in the finals, if, if they lose that, I think it would be worse than LeBron losing in 2011 to the Mavs. Yeah. Regardless, regardless of how they win or lose. Yeah. If, but if they lose that, I, I would say that that is a worse loss than LeBron to the Mavs. I would agree because much has been said. Much has been said about Bron's collapse in that first year in Miami. I don't know. It was. Uh, we'll probably never know what really happened. Why he did it? I mean, it's it's whatever. But you know what? I I think that that loss, while while undesirable, if you're a Bron fan, I think it's been overinflated because it is the singular event, the event that people can hold against him for his entire career. It's like I think people have maybe it is a significant event, but it's I think it's my it's been certain people amplify it more than it fairly deserves because like I said, it is the singular literally the singular event that people can hold against this man when he has given us he's been in the league what 13 14 years. He's given us greatness. Yeah. For the past seven years, like fucking eight years, like it's like I, I don't get. Yeah, he, that was that was LeBron. So I, and I was thinking about this yesterday, and I'll just I'll just say a little thing about this, and then we'll we'll move on. Yeah. Um, it was just something I was thinking about. All all great players have this. Maybe it's one, maybe it's two. This this moment where they they lose or something bad happens where they they basically they hit rock bottom in some way shape or form yeah and what makes them great is obviously how they respond to that and become mm-hmm. great mm-hmm. um michael jordan had his uh and it seems meaningless but when you when you go back and you really look at it, it it's what it meant to him when he got kicked off of his high school team i believe mm-hmm. when he got kicked off his high school team that was his rock bottom at least in my opinion there and Obviously, he responded, and he went on to be a great college player, won a college championship, and then go with the Bulls and help them win the, the six championship. Yeah. So, you know, he's there. But LeBron, up until that point, at least from everything that I've seen, and, and obviously anybody who's heard me on this podcast knows that I've, I've followed him just basically his whole career. Um, so, I, you know, I know what he did come out of high school. He never had that one losing moment. That, that And I'm not even including the, the 2007 loss of the Spurs because – they, they weren't they weren't handling that. No, they they had no shot about that. So like that, that didn't affect them, the team or him nearly as much as 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 the 2011 one did because they were they were expected to win that and they didn't. And that's just when he hit rock bottom. Everything kind of like collapsed on him. He had all that hate um, from from the decision and all that. It just it just kind of I think it just got to him. It just it just it got to him and they they blew the series. They lost it. And since that since that series. He's been a completely different player, and he's responded with the past seven years of greatness that we've we've got to enjoy seeing from. So that's the kind of where I am with that. I think that that was his moment, and it will be used against him for as long as we talk about it, and that is totally fine because he and that team deserves all the crap that they'll get for it because they did. But that's the only thing I can look at and be like, yeah, this is this, that's that's that man's flaw. It was it was that serious, but that's. That's all I can say. Yeah. All right. Let's um, talk. Uh, you want to do? What do you want to do? Best after Braun or MVP? Um. Let me let me do my my quick little MVP award rant. So, I, I, 
Who do you, who do you have? Who do you think is going to win the MVP this year? Right. Do you think it's Westbrook? I think we can both agree, and I don't think this is a bias on your part. We're talking statistical MVP because we all know who the most valuable player in the league is every year. Well, right. Well, I'm not. Then I'm not going to argue. I'm not going to argue that at all. Well, but no, like, it's definitely I, Jimmy Butler. Uh, <laughs> no, no, it's definitely LeBron. Go. It's definitely LeBron. LeBron is hands down. They could pay LeBron a hundred million dollars every season, and he'd be worth it. Like it's like so. But to answer your question, statistically speaking, if I had to pick, fuck James Harden. No disrespect to Kawhi. Yes, I'm going Westbrook because I think averaging a, a triple double is incredible, and I think that's enough. I, in my opinion, I think that's enough. Okay, I'm glad you said that because. We're going to transition into my rant now. Okay. So I, I think for the most part, majority of people, if you ask any random person off the street or just anybody, they would say it's, it's Westbrook. Okay. Because because he averaged a triple-double, right? Yeah. That, that's really the only reason you can get me is because he averaged a triple-double. Well, his team was the sixth seed in the West. Okay. They, they, did have a winning, they did have a winning record, but, yes. I mean, they really weren't a, a good or great team. Um, so I don't understand how you can give him the MVP but not – LeBron in the 2015 Finals. Oh, here we go. Well, I'm, I'm just saying. So hear me out here. Hear me out. So that we're, we're, giving, we're giving the MVP to Westbrook, who had the best statistics of any player in the league. This regular uh, season. The whole season. Yes. And the regular season for him. So he's going to get the award for that. But LeBron had the same thing, if, if not probably better numbers than Westbrook, for just that series, which is what that award is for. So I don't understand. Why, why did the standards change? And, and that's the only thing I'm questioning. Not that I'm not whining and bitching about that he didn't get it, even though he should have. But why do the standards change from the regular season MVP award to the finals MVP? It's like we throw in an extra thing, like, "Hey, you actually have to win the finals in order to win the award." I don't care that you still that even you, you average a triple double in the finals. So that's kind of that's kind of like my main rant. Is like, why is why is the consistency of the award different when it comes to the MVP in the regular season versus the finals MVP? But in the, in the regular season, even when we had the same situation before with Oscar Robertson, even he didn't win the MVP that year. You know, it, it's it's not consistent there. It's just like, are we looking at stats? Are we looking like, are we are we are we trying to give it to the best player on the best team? Like, I just I just want to see some consistency with it because, like, for the same reasons that we're giving Westbrook the MVP this year, are the same reasons that we're not giving it to LeBron in 2015 in the finals. I mean, either way, their team's not going to win anything but they both have the best stats, hands down, easily, of anything. And then, of course, it's, it's always laughable that they give it to the guy that held LeBron the 38 points, 11 rebounds, not just a game. But that's, that's, that's for something else. Look. But anyway, that's, that's just kind of my mini rant. It's just like, can we just get some consistency of these awards? If you don't want to give it to a guy because he, he didn't win the, the finals or he's not the number one seed, that's fine. Just Let's just let's just keep it that way, as opposed to well, let's make an exception this year. This year, average triple double, even though his team's a six seed, he only shoots forty percent from the floor and he jacks shit up all the time. So that's that's just that's just not that many right there. I'll address the uh, your issue with my uh, my opinion on this, but I think to ask consistency between these two awards is maybe asking too much because I feel like they're too. They're, they're both MVP awards, but they're MVP awards for two different things. I'm also of the opinion that they should get rid of the NBA Finals MVP and they should do a postseason MVP because I think that is like... Because obviously the regular season MVP is technically supposed to only factor in the regular season. 
I think there should be two different because while the regular season needs to matter for something besides playoff seating, it needs to have like a individual award. Um, I think that obviously the more important time of the year is the NBA playoffs. Anyway, but to address your issue, the the reason I've always said, and we're going to be having, I feel like we're going to be having this debate till we both are six feet under. Hopefully later rather than sooner. The reason I don't think LeBron deserved the MVP in that finals, and the reason I think Westbrook deserves the MVP this season, because, like I said, you're talking about two different two different fields. Westbrook was the most valuable player, I feel like, statistically speaking, obviously since he had the best stats. Only slightly better than, you know, James Harden, but fuck James Harden. I think he was the best player, best individual performance of the season. That's my opinion. The reason why Braun doesn't deserve it is because while there is no singular winner of a, there's no team that is a singular winner of the regular season, there is a team that wins the finals. And I am a firm believer, you can call me, you can call bullshit on me all you want, I don't, I, I stand by this and I will always stand by this, the finals MVP should be on the winning team. You might not see a distinction because you think it deserves it's the most valuable player in the finals. I think it is the most valuable player on the winning team because it's like I get it. I get why people I understand your argument. Yeah, I get it, but I just disagree. I think that it just belongs on the winning team. And while there is no singular winner, I can't stress this enough, while there's no singular winner as far as team goes, of the regular season. So that does not matter when it comes to the regular season MVP. But I think it does matter in the finals MVP. It's just my opinion. And I'm sticking to it. Well, I was going to say, we, we, we actually had that discussion a little bit before, and I, I think I ended it with, well, then they just need to change the name of the award. Because I, I, it's not I, actually about MVP. It's, it's about the best player on the, on the winning team award. Yeah. So I, I'm not just, opposed to that. Uh, yeah, I know. I, mean, I think I think that's where we we ended it. So again, it, it wasn't it wasn't about it wasn't about me complaining that LeBron didn't win it. It's just like it just doesn't make sense that like we have two awards that are named the same thing, so they should be the same thing, but yet we hand them out inconsistently. I'll, I'll go further. I think the MVP should be broken up. The regular season MVP should be broken up into two different awards because you obviously have the most valuable player and you have the best player that year because it's like. Because there's always that debate on the best team. Like it's like there have been certain players that didn't get the MVP. This happened to Braun a lot because of Braun fatigue. But it's like there have been certain players not get the MVP because they weren't on the winning team. Like I think AD has gotten looked over, hasn't gotten the MVP uh, respect that he deserves because the Pelicans suck. It's always like, is the MVP the most valuable player on the best team? Or is it the best player in the league? And I feel like there needs to be a distinction that needs to be made. So I think there should be right. a split. Like, I, I just think that that's unfair to a lot of players. Okay, so we got one more on the docket if you want to just kind of go through it quick. I, I wrote down um, Kel's talk because uh, an NBA free agency. I'm, I'm sure anybody, if anybody listens to this, they're probably, um, if they're from here anyway, they're, they're definitely probably going to be a Pelicans fan. And I think we can all agree um, – you, you and me, uh, Anthony, and probably your brother included, that, like, if, if the Pels get good, like, we're all going to pay attention. Like, they're the hometown team. Like, yeah. You know, we're, we're going to hope the best for them there. Yeah. Um, so I kind of wasn't throwing a quick chalk there. I don't know if it's going to happen, and I really wish it would, but if Chris Paul decided he wants to come back to New Orleans, 
I'm, I'm going to have a, some really big open arms because I think he's going to fit in very, very well with Anthony Davis and our, our newest member of the bunch, Boogie Cousins. That would be and that would be huge. That would be, I, oof, I, oof. that roster, in my opinion, would be so much better than any Clippers roster we would have had, especially since this roster, obviously not currently constructed because they, they still got to move around a lot of shit that they're not, like, Omir Ashik and the rest of the bigs that they decided, fuck you, we're not using you anymore. You can you can put AD in a corner or Boogie in the other corner. You can These guys can play inside and out. Yeah. You can't say that for the Clippers. Yeah. So not only would he still have his two bigs that he's been accustomed to playing with throughout his whole career, mm-hmm. But he would have a team, in my opinion, that would actually fit today's style play. Yeah. With the, the three point revolution, so like I, I think that'd be a great fit for him. I really hope he, I really hope he takes a look at it and like if they can do that and maybe add like a you know some uh, another few pieces there. Like this, this team would be pretty pretty damn good next year. And if they make the right moves, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if they actually contended with the Warriors. To you know, and, and and push them, and maybe maybe even get like a one or a two seed, depending on you know what Golden State does. But um, that, that's kind of my pal thing. Like I, you know, I just I'm just like, hey, Chris Paul, I've been texting him every day. Like, you know, hey, you should come back to Nola. You know, it's a really nice place here. You remember us, right? Mm. Um, that would be. Uh, I think you agree with that. That would be interesting. But, uh, I would. Look, I I uh, I have my reservations against Chris Paul because when he was with the Hornets, I feel like we overlooked a lot of his undesirable traits because he was our you know our hometown star but when he when he went to the clippers i reveled in calling out his whiny ass cheap ass bullshit but yeah i wouldn't be opposed to it that would be interesting i would be i would be very interested and i i do root for the pelicans they are my western team like i want them to do well and the the thing i think the one thing you didn't mention that i think should be addressed if chris paul were to come here you would have a very desirable location as far as uh, free agents. Like, I feel like one of the big problems with the. Well, no, hold on. This, this to be specific with what you're saying there. Um, obviously, if they signed Chris Paul, they wouldn't really have any cap room to get any other big name players. Yeah. But they could. They. I feel like that team would definitely have um, something of the, the LeBron effect with with yeah. his uh, with his big three teams. Is that he'll get he'll get guys. You know, like a like for example, like a Shane Battier late in his career yeah, yeah, yeah. or they'll, they'll they'll get those those key role players that'll be like, Hey, you know, like these guys who want a championship and you want to compete for a championship, this is this is the team you want to go to. We the have David West effect, I believe it's called. Right. Right. Yeah, so, that's that's something yeah. I, I would I would love that. As much as it would be tough to take Chris Paul back, because I feel like mm. Would it really? I, I really don't think it would. I mean maybe it's because I've never I've never been a, a big Pels fan. Yeah. But now follow him. I, I, you know, they weren't burning his jerseys out on the streets like some other people. But no, like I, I don't know. I, I feel like they welcomed him back with open arms. I don't think there was any animosity there. He did say some shit about his time in New Orleans that were that was kind of like you didn't have to say that. Like you didn't have to be a jerk about it. Like he just complained about, and he wasn't wrong. There was like they they had a good team at some point, but I feel like. He complained that there wasn't like a winning culture in New Orleans, or there wasn't they weren't given the enough to succeed. It's like, yeah, you're you're right, but you didn't need to point that out. You, you could have just been classy and been like, I really enjoyed my time there. Blah 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 blah. That's that's all my only complaint I, about it. I, I can't say I don't I don't remember hearing any anything about that, so I don't I don't really know if he, yeah. if, if he did. But I'm just gonna take your word for it on that one. Um, the other half of this topic is just 
will be a free agency in general. And again, we'll be we'll be kind of quick with it. I mentioned earlier that Kevin and Kevin Durant, Steph Curry potentially could be free. Except for sure, Kevin has a player option. They could definitely be free agents this year. Uh, some other notable players: Gordon Hayward, Blake Griffin, obviously Chris Paul, mm. uh, Kyle Lowry from the Raptors, Millsap uh, from the Hawks. And I think that's about it for your, your big big names. Mm. Unless you want to count Dwayne Wade, sixty-year-old Dwayne Wade, maybe going back to Miami. But no. um, this, 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 this is this is a, a Big free agency period. Um, I don't think a I don't think a whole lot of people will move mainly yeah. because the top two players I think will easily stay with the state. But um, I don't know. There's, there's a there's a lot of a lot of good um, potential for some some mixing matches there. Like um, I know there's been talk of Gordon Hayward to Boston. I don't know if Anthony would like that or not. I don't I don't think they need a, a player like him. But yeah. um. Who knows? Uh, is there, is there anybody anybody that I named uh, kind of stick out? They got any interesting places they could go? Well, I will say, uh, I know I said earlier Carmelo to the Cavs, but yeah, I don't think that would work. I don't think he's a better. Uh, you're right; he's probably not a better replacement for well, what's his face, Kevin Love. But Melo to the Knicks might be interesting. Um, I don't know how they work oh, that out. I've heard that talk. Um, you to the Knicks, or do you mean the Clippers? Clippers. My bad, dude. My brain. I don't know where my brain's at today, but <laughs> I should probably eat dinner. But um. Uh, Hayward to the Celtics would be interesting. Uh, I think that if if the Warriors lose the finals, Kevin Durant's not going anywhere. But if the Warriors win the finals, I would I would consider I think he might consider leaving. I think he's like I'm in here. I did my job. I'm out. Like he might go somewhere else. Might go back to OKC. He might go somewhere else. Oh no, that would that would be oh god, that would be horrible. I, I don't understand how anybody could entertain that idea of him like. Yeah, let me go join our rivals real quick. Let me win a ring, and then I'll come back and we'll try again. Like that—that is—that is horrible. Mm, um, maybe I don't know. I—I I, if you had told me a year ago that he was going to go to the fucking Warriors, I would have been like, Nah, he's not going to the Warriors. So I don't even fucking know anymore. Well, that's that was back when I actually had a bit of like competitive respect for him, but now I now I, now I don't. But to answer your question, I think Dwayne Wade needs to retire and go be a family man. Oh, he already is a family man, or at least from what I see on his, on his social media. He's no bigger bird with his kids. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think that concludes our list. I don't know if you wanted to do your questionnaire or not. No, 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 no. The, the one thing I wanted to do was, uh, last thing was uh, best after Braun. Uh, do you want to do that top five? Oh, yeah, 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 sure. Uh, and we'll wrap it up. At, we'll wrap that. We'll, this will be the wrap up. Okay. So we're going to talk yeah, about... If you wanted to do yeah. it, I'll let, I'll, let you, I'll let you go first. I'll okay. Think about who I got. Is this... We doing just smalls, or are we including bigs? That was my big question. Um, I, I don't think it matters. I don't. Do you do you even have a, a big to put in the top five? Uh, yeah. Okay, well, go ahead. Go ahead and include them then, because I, I actually I want to hear that because I, I I can't really think of a. I, uh, well, okay. Well, maybe I'm AD right? Yeah. AD or Boogie? Or it's probably one of those two. That, but that's it's definitely that's AD. Okay, so it's I'm gonna go obviously second best player Kevin Durant. I don't think that's too. You know, too shocking. Kawhi is my three. So, in other words, Katie, you, after after LeBron. So the the topic is, is who's best after LeBron. So it, it, it's yeah. if it's safe to assume that he's been the number one player in the world, who's your top five after him? So you you'd have Kevin one, Kawhi uh, is Kawhi two, and I'm gonna go AD. This might be some bias there, but I think AD is incredible and given enough talent around him, and I think given you know some further development, I think AD is gonna maybe one day take over as the best player of the world. Okay, okay so, so then I'm going to go 
I, all right, I know this is technically cheating, but see, I couldn't, I couldn't decide four and five, so I kind of tied. I put Russ and Steph. I don't know if you if you had to make me pick, I'll probably go Steph four, Russ five, but I could easily have them tied both for four. That's fair. That's 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 that's, that's a solid list. Um, I, I'm with you. I'm with you with Kevin at at one. Mm-hmm. Um, I I just feel like I, I feel like he's, he's he's a bit better offensively. Yeah. And then Kawhi, he can do more things. Kawhi is definitely my my two as well. Um, when it gets to three, kind of gets interesting there. Yeah. Um, I'm actually I'm actually going to throw you a curveball here. I'm going to go Chris Paul at three. Um. <sighs> I'm trying to figure out where to put AD because I think he deserves to be on the list. Yeah. But actually, I didn't think about him at first. Um, shoot. I don't, I don't think, I don't think, I don't, I don't want to include Ross up there. I don't want to include Harden. Yeah. They're also, they're also one dimensional that it's just, yeah, I'm, I'm, as good as they were this year, I've been very turned off by their game. So I don't, I don't even want to really include them there. Um, so I've got Kevin Kawhi. Uh, Chris Paul. Um, maybe, maybe Giannis. Probably. Maybe, maybe like AD and then Giannis. He was All my. Right. Uh, I'll, I'll go with that. I'll go with that. He, I'll go with that. That'll, that'll be my five. So Kevin Kawhi, Chris Paul, um, Anthony Davis, and then Giannis. Giannis was my uh, dark horse. He was like my sixth. You know. He's still he's still a couple years away. Yeah, exactly. But if he figures it out, it, it'll 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 be he'll, he'll be the next like I don't want to say he'll be the next Kevin Durant because their, their games are different. But yeah. like, I could see him being like a bigger version of LeBron. You don't know how tempted I was to scary. put. You don't know how tempted I was to put Jimmy gets buckets on my list. I I love he, that man. He's not in that tier. I love that man more than more than I probably should. Because he's probably going to leave one day and break my heart, but Jimmy Jimmy Butler is phenomenal. He doesn't get the respect he deserves because he's he, he literally turns water into wine on my team some nights. <laughs> okay, we're gonna wrap up. I gotta ask you one last question, one dying question. I've been meaning to ask you, uh, and this will be the end. Did I talk over you too much in this episode? <laughs> Um, no, actually, if anything, uh, I felt like I probably talked over you a bit. I know I interrupted you a few times, so I was like, fuck you, this is basketball, this is, this is my topic. I'm going to say what I want to say. So if anything, I felt like I probably probably got you back for this one. Um, I'll, let, I'll let all your viewers decide that, though. Okay, this was great, man. Thanks for doing this. I really wish... It's a shame we couldn't get a uh, third party involved, but hey, man, fuck it. Let's, you know, we don't need a menage a trois. You know, the good old, the good old one and two. They that that still works. That still spices up the relationship, hey. right? <laughs> yeah, that's that's still great. We'll we'll try again with a with a third one now. We'll we'll, we'll get it out. I don't. I don't <laughs> um, I don't think you've had a a three person podcast. No, no, no. But so yeah. we, we definitely got to try that again at some point. Yeah, that uh, we could probably talk about. Hell, we might talk about if the finals are epic. We might do that. So, yeah. All right. All right. All right, man. Thanks for doing this. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, I guess I'll see y'all in two weeks. Yeah. So, bye. All right. See you, bud. Bye.